Welcome to Tune In, Discovering Your Authentic Self. My heartbeat is to connect with others and learn what they are thinking and feeling so I can empower them to find the answers within. We each have the answers inside us, but in order to access all the possibilities, we need to understand the truth of what is really going on inside instead of choosing habits that shove down our feelings and continue to mask the pain and discomfort. We can rewire these faulty patterns we develop to avoid, but only when we become more aware and admit it to ourselves. We all have a story to tell, and the better we understand ourselves and how we think and feel, we can then make choices that are in alignment with our goals and values and who we want to be in this life. Join me on this tune-in journey. Welcome to Tune In, Discovering Your Authentic Self. Today, the topic is going to be about validation. It's such an important topic. It's not something that has been talked about in the past, like decades ago. It was not something I was taught. It was not something my parents' generation was taught. I feel like the more recent generations are much, much better about this and know how to do this properly with people to make them feel seen and heard. So instead of validating, there's usually three or four things that usually happen when somebody comes to a person with a concern or a problem or something going on in their life that they want to talk to somebody about. So one thing is somebody does, they turn to toxic positivity. So they'll spin it around and say, oh, it's it's going to be okay, or don't worry about it. Everybody goes through that. And then you you just feel kind of pushed aside that your feelings don't matter. Another way people approach it is they try to solve the problem. So if you come to somebody and say, I'm struggling with this, the first thing they try to do is solve it and give you opinions and answers that they might want to do. And then the third one is they turn the conversation back to themselves. So like, oh yeah, that happened to me too. And while that motive for doing that is so that the person thinks that what they're doing is bonding with the person that's come to them, like, oh yeah, I've been that through that too. So they can kind of empathize, sympathize. But in reality, it's making the person not feel seen and heard at all. So I have been guilty of doing these most of my life. And just, you know, over the last couple of years, have I learned how important and meaningful validation is to me when it's done to me, but also when I do it to other people. And so it's a goal of mine to do that first, to choose validation first. So I'm going to give you an example of something that happened a couple of weeks ago where I failed validating and I noticed it. I noticed it in my body at how I did not properly show up to this friend. So I ran into a friend as I often do on Wednesdays when I go to the cold plunge. And when I see him, you know, normally we say, Hey, how are you doing? What's new? Whatever. And I asked him how he was and he said, fine. And he seemed happy. And then all of a sudden he said, well, actually I'm a bit pissed off. And then he told me he wasn't going to be able to attend the last baseball game of the season. So he's a coach and he coaches seven-year-olds and his son is on the team. And I could see the frustration in his face. I could hear it in his voice, his body language, everything. And the first thing I said to him was hardly validating. 
So I tried to come up with ways for him to solve the problem, like asking someone else to cover his shift or try to see it in a different light in the toxic positivity way. Like maybe this was an opportunity and neither of those things helped. They just seemed to a little bit escalate his frustration. So after a couple more exchange of words, I walked away to continue my cold plunge and he was doing something else in the place. And I noticed it began eating at me that I did not respond in a way that was validating to him at all. And like, it really bothered me. I could feel it in my stomach. I could feel it in my chest. So I had another opportunity to talk to him because, you know, we're usually in there for about an hour and our paths crossed again. And I went right up to him and I said, I'm really sorry that you're frustrated and I need to apologize for how I responded. And he kind of looked at me like, what? And I said, well, I said, the way I answered it was not helpful at all. And he said, well, it's okay. And I said, no, I said, it must be really frustrating to miss the game. I said, then I asked him some clarifying questions and I said, what is it about missing the game that's frustrating to you? And, and so hard. And he began to tell me that he felt like he was letting the kids down, not just his son, but the other kids that he had coached all season. He had been there for every game and this was their last one and he couldn't be there. So instead of seeing frustration and a little bit of anger, I actually saw sadness and heard sadness in his voice and in his body. And it changed the whole interaction. And it was just mind blowing for me. Like we're not going to get it right every single time that we interact with people depending on our mood, our level of sleep, our stress levels, what's going on in our life, the topic could be super triggering to us. And so somebody could bring something up and we're going to go right to how we dealt with that and how it made us feel. But it's really important to take a step back, take a pause and listen and validate that person's feelings because it's real to them. It might not be real to us. We might not agree with it, but it's real to them. And just saying, I hear you. I understand that must be hard. I'm sorry you're going through this. Any of those things are going to help that person just decompress and their nervous system not to get more uptight. So it's a top tier skill to learn how to validate. It requires that you hold space for someone else's emotion instead of getting wrapped up in it yourself, which is the hard part. So if somebody comes to you with something really heavy, a lot of times our reaction or response is in, in relation to the emotion. It's hard. It's hard for us to hold that emotion. It's hard for us to sit there and feel someone's pain and agony and frustration and anger. So we want to get past it as quick as possible. So we do one of those other three things in order to move past it. But that person needs to feel that emotion. It's real to them, like I said. So they need to feel it and they need to get through it. And I think if we can learn to do that in life, our interactions will be so beautiful. People's emotional regulation will be better because we're not continuously being told to stuff it down. And we're actually working through the emotion in real time as we're processing it, talking to somebody else. So let's try to be better validators in our relationships and we will see our relationships be so much more rich and fulfilling. Have a great day. Thank you for listening to another episode of Tune In, Discovering Your Authentic Self. If you found this valuable, please share it with a friend and it would mean the world to me if you left a review. 
I love connecting with my listeners, so please reach out to me on Instagram or Facebook at Nicole Renee Jensen.